Welcome back to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show. to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast. I am your host and life coach, Dion Thompson. And today I'm feeling a little dewy. So my guest, Alice, and I were just comics like, oh, that's, that's a glare. Oh, that's fine. It's, it's fabulous. <laughs> Nothing wrong with dewy. <laughs> no. And you know what? Thank you so much for some very, very fun songs. Um, you know, I, I felt very much transported to the East Coast. And I could hear the crashing waves as we all stomped on the hardwood floor. That's how it felt, right? We were like in that moment. And, uh, and then sort of rounding it out with uh, Dog Digs are, Days Are Over by Florence and the Machine. I, it's such a brilliantly uplifting, powerful, it just feels like, like you and I said, yeah, this is a in the car, windows down, let everybody know what's going on kind of song. <laughs> and today it just feels like the absolute right day for that the for me here the sun is out I can see that the sun is shining where you are and I just feel like we're on the precipice of some change so I'm very excited to have uh, my guest Allison Stuckey here with me today you know Allison when we met digitally as the world is right now um, I was just so enamored by um, you and your way and you and you were talked about the shifts that you had gone through to get to where you are and I'm really excited to have you share that with us today um, and and to walk us through your hot mess to awesomeness journey. Um, Sometimes it's still a hot mess. I see that's that's the big message if you are a first-time listener that is the big message it's not that you're never going to be a hot mess because honey you are all the time it's that you remember you are awesome no matter what. And I think, um, and I know that in the work that you're doing now, that is definitely the message that you're spreading out to the world, um, that you can go through the crap and, and come out the shining star every time. Oh, so fabulous. So thank you so much for, uh, for joining us, Allison. Please introduce yourself to the community and, and let us know a little bit about you. All right. Thank you for having me, Dion. Um, I am, I live in Toronto, pretty much downtown uptown, and I am a mom of two teenagers. They are still asleep at one o'clock as we record this <laughs> between, between terms, so they, they have the luxury of sleeping today. Um, boy and a girl, and they are lovely most of the time. <laughs> They're on their way. They're yeah. on their way. They're yeah. yes, exploring, doing, being. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm married, and I have my own businesses. I have a couple of businesses, but the one I'm really focusing on right now is with my business partner, and we are both intuitive life coaches and mentors. Mm -hmm. and we do a whole lot of personal growth type of stuff because that's our passion, and we really want to help people change their lives and realize what they're capable of. Because if we all realize what was possible and what we were capable of doing, we would be unstoppable and limitless. 
and we'd probably collapse the economy because all the services and systems that have been designed to make us feel like we need them to get better would go away. But anyway, that's maybe a whole other podcast. Um, <laughs> it is. <laughs> that's fantastic. And I, I absolutely love um, what you and your partner are bringing to the world in, in your way. I know that you work with individuals and corporate and, um, and really bringing that message to, to people that maybe don't always have access to it necessarily in that environment, which I'm excited to, to chat about a little bit more. And, and I do love me some intuitive people. I was, I was talking to someone just the other day and I said, you know, I, for the longest time, didn't, it's not that I discounted it, but I just didn't really acknowledge it. And then I started to look around my, my world, my circle. I'm like, I cannot turn my head without talking to somebody who can see things, know things, be things. Um, maybe there's a thing here. So I'm, I'm yeah. very excited that to have you, um, talk a little bit more about that as well mm -hmm. Bef before we dive into all the things you're doing now let's unpack a little bit about what brought you here so you know when we had spoken earlier and you had definitely been like that this is the moment this is when this happened when I knew that as I'm looking on the history of my life it was like everything before that and then everything after so walk us through that so we get an idea of, of what brought you here so this has been a life of figuring it out. Um, came from very fortunate circumstances, didn't want for anything when I was growing up. <laughs> had the education, had the support, had everything else. But the expectation was the standard typical um, uh, societal expectations. Go to school, get a job, work through the ranks, do well, push yourself, retire, and that's your life. Um, even though I watched my father, who was an entrepreneur, who had taken over the family business and had grown it from this to this. And he really is the one who is the one I want to emulate because he's just, he's brilliant and he's, he's just amazing. And what he's capable of is, is unbelievable and self, um, self-taught pretty much. And I just, through life, did what was expected. I was the meek, mild-mannered child. Um, I did have this crazy inside of me when I was younger that was tamped down. Mm -hmm. So it was very much, no, that's not, that's not how you act. When I was 9, 10, 8, 9, 10. And always in myself, I guess, knowing, having it pushed down that this isn't how I'm supposed to live. This isn't who I am. And I developed a kidney disease when I was 12. And that was sort of probably the cusp of everything changing. Um, even though I didn't know that was the cat catalyst to everything. Um, I was very sick. I recovered fully. Um, but just everything that had happened during that time is still lingering. And I'm still trying to get get over and release all of that stuff that's so deeply inside of me. That was a lot of years ago. Fast forward through university um, in high school, never really fit in. I was the one who was the chameleon through all of the groups, friends with everybody, through work, friends with everybody. I didn't have my clique and it was never comfortable for me. I never had this career that I had to go back to after I had my kids. And I had, I had my children somewhat late. I was 35 when I had my first child. And I always felt for those first two years with him, 
that I was playing hooky from something because I had it ingrained with me, ingrained in me that you, you, you work, you work your eight hours, you work well, you work hard, you do what has to be done to rise through the ranks. But I never felt comfortable in that environment. So I floundered around for a good five, six years, um, found a network marketing business that really spoke to me and started that when my son was six. But again, that was in the corporate mold of push the numbers, push the numbers, and it never felt authentic to me. I had great success very quickly, but I didn't do it authentically. I did it in a corporate frame of mind. And there was nothing wrong with that for some people, but that was wrong for me. So fast forward to uh, 2012, I wasn't listening to the universe, whoever I'm supposed to be listening to, to be who I am. And I came down in my 40s with a very complicated case of mono. Mono in your 40s versus mono in your teens or 20s is a very different thing. I had liver complications. It was ugly. Uh, I was, I, I have an English degree. <laughs> I couldn't put, I lost my, I lost my words. I'd be talking and I didn't know what the next, like I couldn't grab the words. It was freaking me out. That was about a year, year and a half. Like, will this ever come back? Um, didn't listen, tried to push again, uh, came down with some food sensitivities and allergies. And at the time, my primary method of income was selling skincare and makeup, but everything that this, that the allergies manifested was eczema and all this craziness on my face. So my confidence completely plummeted. And in 2014, I found myself in depression, never clinically diagnosed, but that's where I was. And if you had anybody who's known me for a long time, they would probably describe me as the happy one. She's always upbeat. She's always positive. And I was in the state of depression. And one day I woke up and I thought, wow, I don't want to be here for the rest of my life. And that's when I started digging into all of the personal growth. I was a huge reader of fiction um, to the tune of 50, between 50 and 100 books a year. And I jumped into personal growth and didn't pick up a fiction book for five years. Everything was personal growth. I listened to everybody I could. I was just eating it up, eating it up. And some things happened from that point, um, really started getting downloads from my intuitive side and having these crazy um, visions and things that were just getting pummeled into me pretty much by, by the universe. And I couldn't ignore it. So I started embracing, didn't know how I was going to do it. And 2015 was the initial incarnation of, of Live, Love and Joy, which has morphed today to a partnership with my fantastic um, and we are so aligned business partner, Kendra George. So it's been a, yeah, <laughs> it's well, been a hot mess. <laughs> And, you know, it's interesting, um, the theme of, you know, what you were saying, you know, not listening. And I, I, I hear this a lot. And what I, you know, when you look out and go, why is this happening? Right? What is it that, you know, there, there are people who, who tune in early, um, who just have that way. And perhaps um, either the force is strong with them, or it's been modeled for them. But I, I, I attribute for me in my world and the people that I know that have struggled with being able to hear their own thing, um, 
we are definitely conditioned to not. And, and not just conditioned to not listen, we are, no one has given us the tools or there's no conversation around how, like it's a thing. Like when you hear it, it's a thing. Um, and, and to follow and then to see the evidence and to acknowledge that it's a powerful part of you. It's a tool. It's the, it's the, it's the thing. Um, and because this is something that I continuously see. And so often in women in the, you know, 35 to 50 range who are like, like had to break open, had to find the, you know, had to collapse, had to get sick. Like something had to happen. Um, I, I've been really like, and me too, totally broke open number of times. Wasn't pretty. Um, I was talking to my daughter. She was, she's nine now. She was eight. And I thought, you know what? Like we need to ha- start having these conversations about what you feel and hear and know and trust. And um, so she named her intuitive space, lovey-dovey. And so we talk about listening to lovey-dovey. And then she also named what I, like, I, you know, I know it's her ego. It's the other side, the inner critic. She named that Brian. She's like, cause it's kind of like brain, but it's not your brain, <laughs> whatever works for you. So it's been really fascinating to have these conversations with her using these reference points. Like, okay, so when, you know, is, is this you, Brian, lovey-dovey, like who's coming at me here and giving her that opportunity that like a language and um, a framework. I'm, you know, fingers crossed that this is, when she turns 40, this isn't a thing, right? There's no need to break through, break open, break down um, that she has tools. I'm, I can guarantee you she's gonna need therapy because that's just the way of life, but it won't be because she felt that she couldn't hear her own self. Anyway. Um, I think that's really accelerated for people in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. The number of people, when this all started coming to me, I tell them and they're like, oh yeah, I do that too. But they were the, the most unlikely people to have this stuff because they're dentists or doctors or whatever. And they're like, oh yeah, I have that too. But it wasn't talked about. And now it's more open and it's becoming mainstream. Mm-hmm. Even the morning and, talk shows are talking about mindfulness and connecting and journaling and all of that stuff. I really, um, being someone who has a science background, I really love the congruency with what would be deemed more sort of typical evidence gathering, right? It's not, you know, I was saying earlier, I'm like a nouveau woo-woo. It, it, it's, I, I, to me, it's like it's occupying this space be like from the what would I would deem way out there something I just cannot fathom to like the hardcore science and it's everything sort of coming to this middle point where it's it's attainable and it's fathomable and it's yeah okay I can wrap my brain around that um no matter how far to one side or the other that you may have been uh so super super powerful now Allison I'm curious So there's, you know, I can appreciate the turning off the fiction book reading so that you can tap into the myriad of things that you can, you have access to. And I'm very familiar with that point of the the transformation where it's like, okay, I accept that I'm here, but I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm going to take it all in, right? I'm going to just, all of it. 
but then there has to be a, a moment of discernment where you're like, it's not that you're cutting things out, but what you're fine tuning to what you hone in on, what really resonates with you. Um, and then, you know, which tools you're going to apply because, I mean, you can apply them all, but you find your faves. Um, so I'm very interested to know in what you sort of honed in on as far as practices and um, ideas and and sort of it could be theories, it could be mantras, but things that kept you evolving, right? The, you know, the journey is, is five plus years long and, and I guarantee you every day is not sunshine and rainbows. So what is it that you turn to, to keep you moving forward? So my biggest thing is I love books. Um, I, I you're in good company here. That's um, for sure. <laughs> I, I actually like having a physical book and it's not, it's, it's not that I didn't want to listen to, um, or watch things, but I'm very visual. So I need to see the words and see faces, but there's so much information and there's so much more information now that it's really hard to discern what you what you need to look at, what you, sh what you, what will help you. So I became very quickly um, someone who just trusted that I would get the information that I needed. So if it was something I saw, it was, does this resonate or not? Is this for me or not? And very quickly, yes, no, yes, no, especially for digital stuff or going through um, personal development books, um, definitely listening to other people who I looked up to, who, who I saw as mentors or as um, people who were like me. Um, and when they were recommending something, that's what I would pick up. I'm, so I now just, I even I, will just open a book and that's and there the it is. I need to see. So I just want to comment. I apologize for jumping in no, there because no, okay. I just, I remember that moment when I acknowledge that I could just trust myself right just, just trust that and and it's such a it's such a tiny thing and when you turn that corner and just just like it, it's not that the other thousand things aren't good it's that this is the one that even if it's not the, the only one you ever tap into it's the one that you're going to do now and then you're going to do whatever you're going to do with it and you're going to be better for it because you choose that right and you decide this is what I need it this moment. And, and then you see how you need it. Then you're like, yay, me and off to the next thing. It's just such a, a really, um, a, a great practice to get into it's even a lot if, of time, right. And it, it is a lot of time. And at the same time, no, it saves time, saves time. Right. Yeah. And I, and to even challenge yourself. So I'm, if you're listening, I'm challenging you right now to just for in, in one area, for one thing, just, just allow the unconscious, you're just, just choose, just, yep. And then go with it. So if you have to make, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be the big decisions in your life. Although if you want to roll with that, then you, <laughs> all the power to you. Um, but it could be something small. And, and then the second part of that is then reflect on it later. You know, it could be the next day, it could be the next week and just go, huh, what was the impact of that choice that I just allowed and, and how is that working out for me now? 
right? So that frame up and that opportunity to look at what you have done relatively at an unconscious level, it really does bring to light how you've been doing this all along, right? We, we listen, we, we just do things all the time, very unconsciously. And um, it's good to notice how things are working out. It's also good to notice how certain things that you do all the time, not working out, right? And, and it's, it's awesome to put our attention to that. So you practicing the just allowing, um, what did you end up just like using that power of discernment? What did you end up landing on? What was, oh, I'm this person. Oh, this strategy. Oh, this tool. What did you end up fine tuning to? I am very much, and both Kendra and I are very much about awareness. Unless you're aware, you can't change something. Yeah. So I have become very introspective. So I spend a lot of time just going internally. Sometimes I meditate um, oh, with a guided if you, meditation. If you can't see her right now, she just air quoted on meditation. Yeah. So. <laughs> So I'm, I'm guessing so for those that are like, yeah, meditation. No, I think she's with you on this. Yeah. Meditate, air quotes. Yeah. yeah. I, I have my own thing that I do to connect to spirit source. I believe there's a collective consciousness of everything that was, is, and will be. Um, I'm agnostic. So that's my thing. And I get a lot of guidance from that, a lot of grounding, a lot of power. And I guess I've been meditating unconsciously for quite a while just connecting to that and I don't consciously do it it's just something that happens throughout my day um I was kind of doing it when I was out for my walk today listening to my tunes listening there was something that happened I'm like oh just really connecting being aware um very much connecting with nature I'm the one who literally stops and smells the roses <laughs> And we'll be walking and just stop and wow, look at that, look at that, look at whatever. So just when I used to go through life, so on rote, just this is what has to happen next. This is what has to happen next. Not that that doesn't happen sometimes when I'm super busy, but I have realized that I really need that calm time. Yeah. I'm also, I call myself a, 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 um, a extreme empath. So I need that day on time because energies overwhelm me a lot. And I live at Young and Eglinton in Toronto, right? Big towers There's probably better part of 200,000 people within five minutes of me. And that energy I really have to be aware of, protect myself from. And I do a lot of push, push, push. I can push myself for two or three days and I have to stop. And that self-care has been a huge awakening for me. Um, even if it's just sitting quietly or having a 20-minute nap in the afternoon just to recharge, very aware of where my limits are. Awesome. Yeah. So there's two things I wanted to, uh, two things that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about that. Um, <laughs> one is thank you for bringing up self-care, um, mainly because it's very you hear it everywhere. It's all over the place. And it, I, I think so many people interpret it differently based on what they believe the value of it may be. So as you had mentioned, it's this opportunity to acknowledge and be aware of your needs, where you are at 
physically, mentally, and emotionally, and ensure that um, you can replenish those stores. I think and tied into that too is really being clear on what it is that you want to do with your, your, your mental and emotional and physical energy. Um, you know, back in the, the before times of your life and my life included, you just poof, power through, like just get stuff done, right? I was the vehicle for productivity and tangible things I, the, the, uh, that didn't get acknowledged, right? So I, I could put A and B together to make C, but I was kind of like, you know, for the biology people, I was an enzyme. I wasn't really part of it. And I, after when I was done, I would step away and nobody cared. Um, and I think that for those of us to, to, to really turn self-care into just part of what you do, not a to-do on your list, not a, a thing you do once you've done doing all the other things, right? It, it needs to be woven into the fabric of yourself. Definitely. Um, and that comes from number one, acknowledging that you're part of it. You're not just a, you know, a third thing attached to the whatever's happening that gets dropped off and, and plunked back in the nowhere land. Like you, you matter and it, what, what you do matters and how you show up to it matters. Um, and then, and it just, it just is. So I think that's really crucial. And, and, and I know for you, that's, you've woven that in and it just is right. Um, so my second part <laughs> to this is what have you noticed to be the impact, right? So you talked about being ill for many moments and many periods of your life and some serious, significant, you weren't listening illnesses. Um, now that you are tuned in, what has been the change there? I'm very much living in my truth, um, living my purpose. I knew always that I was here for something big. And it took me a lot of years to figure that out. Um, I also knew having been in different business situations and taught do this, do that, go to this, go to that, whatever, um, I very much um, have realized that I am an entrepreneur. I, I can't work for somebody else. I need to have control of it in a good way because my messaging is going to be so powerful and is so powerful that I can literally change lives. And if I change one life, I've done my job. And if I affect one person, I've done my job. Well, then I guess you've done your job because I guarantee you've <laughs> impacted more than one person. And what has been the impact on you personally? I did not. So I, I view those, those self-care um, sort of parts as fuel cells, uh, mental, physical, spiritual, energetic, emotional. And the emotional and the energetic definitely are telltales to what's up and down. So if your energy's off, your emotions are off, there's something that you have to fix. Um, there's something you have to become aware of and just it's depleted, you need to recharge it. So I am very aware of my energy for one. Um, the other illness I didn't put in there is an autoimmune. So my energy is all over the place. Um, 
And that has been something that has been a, just a, a walking into a wall awareness that I have to manage my energy strictly because of my physical limitations. And when your emotions are down, it's an indication of where your energy is. And that is led by your physical uh, spiritual or or mental input. Mm. So if you're watching too much TV, which is really hard not to do right now because we're just being inundated with everything negative with what the world is going through. Um, if you just step back and let that go, you're going to find out enough information without being tuned into that, mm. that you can recharge that mental depletion. And it, just being able to to figure out which one is depleted is really something that is powerful for your own well-being and by and far over everything else my spiritual was depleted I wasn't living in line with my own heart my soul my truth my who I was I was, I was pushing everything down and the universe literally came at me and said, you're not listening, you're going to get sick. Oh, you're trying to do it again. You're not listening, we're going to give you something worse. You're not listening, we're going to give you something even worse. So now, um, touch wood. <laughs> I am superstitious. <laughs> She's products. touching everything if you can't see her right now. <laughs> I'm not sure what the wood around here. Oh, this is wood. <laughs> Like, oh, that's a metal table. I'm not sure if that is. <laughs> um, I, I am so in tune with my physical body just because I've had to be over the last 12 years to heal myself. Um, I also am medication averse. It affects me so negatively um, because I'm so sensitive that I rarely take medications. And I am so in tune with my body. I know if it's my issue. I know if I've picked up other people's energy and quite honestly, unless I do something stupid, like play with my kids and try and do something I'm not supposed to do in this body that's this old, um, I rarely have pain. Um, I, I get the sniffles and things like that, but especially over years of illness and getting depleted and getting colds and flus and whatever that was sort of my my cycle it was the story I was telling myself so being coming more aware in that spiritual self I can send the healing self-healing to myself and really live the best that I can be because I'm in tune with that just it so really is magic yeah it it's yeah. It's the science of magic, which of course, you know, <laughs> that's fabulous. <laughs> Love that. So thank you for walking us through that journey and really highlighting how powerful and impactful just tuning in and being more aware of not just the you as a whole, but really turning that energy and, 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 you know, looking at those, those five areas. So mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and energetic. Um, that is a great perspective. And, and one that I know many of us can walk away with and go, okay, well, I can think about that. Um, so thank you for that. It's realizing that there's more. Mm -hmm. And so many people are in blinders mm -hmm. in the nine to five world, especially 
thinking this is all they're capable of. And when you open that up and you, you really tune into everything within you and everything outside of you that's coming in, you realize how vast your potential is. Right. And, and what a great way um, or what a great opportunity for you to be that voice for that, because I know having had blinders on for a fair chunk of my life, um, the idea of thinking beyond what I could f fathom threw me right into overwhelm, right? Because it just got too big. You know, I'm a relatively intelligent person and I'm like, oh, that would connect to this. Put the blenders back on. So um, scary. it is scary. And so is that something that you and your partner uh, tap into as being sort of that space, space holder, educator, um, the, the opportunity for those of us who are sort of here to peek out, if you will, and, and, and you can, do you support people through that process of putting their head up and going, okay, I'm a little scared, but I'm, I think I'll be okay. Okay. I'm going to step a little further. Okay. I'm going to step a little bit further. Um, it, is that what you do? And um, if it's whatever it is that you are doing, I want to hear more about how you are showing up with all of this beautiful knowledge. That is definitely something that we do. Um, we've also been there. We've been on our own personal growth journeys for many, many years. Um, we've known each other, I think it's 12 years now, maybe 13. Um, so we are super aligned. Um, we've been described by intuitives that we know, highly intuitive people, as two halves of the same spiritual whole. Mm. And we are so aligned quite often we'll be texting each other at the same time, the exact same thing, if not even the exact same words. Um, we are so aligned and we've been there. We know overwhelm and our philosophy is take what you need. You'll get what you need because people freak out. I didn't watch the whole thing. What did I miss? Right. That wasn't for you. If you saw five minutes of 40, that was what you needed. And we, we break things down into seemingly simple, almost, almost um, just insignificant pieces and spoon feed things to people that they can implement very, very easily into their day. And our philosophy is we're going to give you five or 10 options. We want you to do one, pick one. If that works for you, keep doing it. If it doesn't, pick something else until you find something that does work for you. And it's making those little tiny adjustments through the whole thing that are so small but will have a massive impact at the end of the process. Absolutely, especially, and I love how you're, you know, choose something and then see if it works for you. And if it does, then you're more likely to continue. And as you continue, then you know, habitualize it and then it just becomes and it's just you and then you do the next thing and you take on the next thing. Brilliant. So what is it, what is coming up for you right now? What if what are you what are you working on? What's happening? We are so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we have um we we have both been doing a lot of intense personal growth for the last two, three months. Uh, doing a lot of clearing of our old junk, all of our head junk, all of our doubts, um, past life stuff, uh, 
childhood trauma, all of this different stuff to clear our way so we can hold space going forward for what we're creating. Um, we've realized the enormity of what we are creating and where it is going. And we are very much, we're not perfect. We laugh a lot and we are very real with each other, but we, we don't want to have that perfect persona because people aren't perfect. Right. And we are very much presenting ourselves as, as ourselves. We don't do anything unless it's fun. And we very much follow our intuition. We'll both bounce off each other and we talk every single day at least once. And does that feel right? Should we be doing this? No, I didn't think so. Yeah, okay, just wanted to clear it with you. Oh, yes, absolutely, let's do that. And we are in the midst. And by the time this gets published, <laughs> we are going to have our, it's called LLJ Connect. So Live, Love, Enjoy Connect, LLJ Connect. And that is going to be a personal growth hub where we have expert contributors who are going to be allowing you to tap into whatever you need in a, in a variety of sectors of personal growth. And we really want to present something in a membership site that people can tap into, grow with, um, have a community that, that supports them and accelerate the process that we've been on for 10, 12 years and give you the experts that we know can do what needs to be done so they can help you grow into your purpose, into your joy, into who you are meant to be much faster than the process was for us. So that's Amazing. where we're going right now. That is so awesome. I'm so it's excited for you. So exciting. Yeah. LLJ yeah. Connect. Got it. And so if, if it's live when we do this, which it will be, there will be a link. And so uh, hopefully everybody will check that out. Alison, that is, I'm so excited for you. And I'm it even, so for, again, if you're just listening, um, it's, it, you lit up the minute you're like, oh, oh I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> it's like, beam. Are you okay. kind of tamping it down? Cause we have very, we have a very aggressive timeline on this and we're, we're, just because we're in the infancy of this, we're doing it all ourselves. So like, it's blowing my mind how much content I have to write in the next couple of weeks. I'm like, it's okay. The universe got my back. It's, it's all good. <laughs> trust, trust. Because it's, all, it's always running in my head. Like, what's our mission? What's our statement? And we've got that solidified now. So now it's just putting all the pieces in place. But we're also still doing our our individual courses for people as well. So it's it's twofold, and we have our Facebook group which we support and have some stuff. And I think you're a member of our Facebook group. I think I am. Yeah. I mean, it's it's I'm a huge fan of community. It's kind of my thing. Um, so I love that you are building it on that that foundation and and offering people the opportunities to explore what it is they may need knowing that there's no one size fits all, right? There's no, here's the, the program and there it is. And um, so brilliant, so fabulous. So Alison, you are a brilliant woman. You have um, taken a very intricate and up, down, in, out journey <laughs> to get to where you are today. Um, what is a little something that you would like the listeners to walk away with? The little something is that 
when you think of the word possible, you think about it, it's so huge. And really, we are put in this put on this planet for what is possible for us to do, be and have. And anybody who isn't exploring that at least and opening themselves just a little bit to what's possible, you're not doing what you were meant to do here on this planet. Everybody has a voice. It took me a long time to get mine. And once you realize how powerful that is, even if you can affect one person with something positive and change their life in a good way, it's going to be better for the planet. So use your voice. Find what's possible. Possible. Just think on that. Just be with that. Brilliant. Love it. Love it. Love it. Alison, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for joining us and sharing your light. I'm just, I'm so excited for the impact that you're having, the ripple effects out to all of us all over the place. And uh, to you and, and to Kendra, uh, thank you for doing what you do. And I, I look forward to it. I'm, I'm pretty excited for you. That's awesome. <laughs> thank you so much for having me, Dion. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Join Dion again next week to learn more about what you can do to go from hot mess to awesomeness.